0: Oh, 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 oh. Take oh, uh, take things, oh, uh, take chains, oh, uh, take, uh, take uh, uh, Blakes, 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 yeah. off. the whole blah, nigga blah, whole nigga hey, that fool, hey, hey. that fool. It's the perfect time, you see the man sounding. Get up goddamn diamonds. Huh? hey. Oh, What's happening? You're at the movies. Welcome, niggers and spicks and chinks and dagos and bitches, whores, and cunts. You forgot kikes. Oh, and kikes. welcome to the pictures.
1: <laughs> all right. <laughs> hey, before, <laughs> uh, you know, now that our career is completely <laughs> fucking over, before we go any further, this podcast is maybe all we have to lean on now. So, um,. Listen, uh, if you want to check us out on our social media, if you'd like to subscribe to any of the social media we have, it's all under Spearsburg Pod.
0: And homosexuals.
1: (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah, we missed that one, too. Yeah, we missed (laughs) missed the gays. (laughs) Okay. Got to get everybody. Uh, Or or if you don't, then it is racist.
0: Yes. So everybody's been thrown into the uh, racial chitlin pot.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So – yeah, you can find it all there. We're on in, uh, we're on Instagram, Twitter, uh, YouTube. Uh, what am I missing? Uh, Patreon. Uh, oh, Facebook. Yeah, and our Patreon. I got to get with uh, our dude, and I got all the things set up for him to do. Go further. Yeah. Um, listen, and what else do we got for you? And uh, I know there's something else, but uh, oh, when you're hearing this, we're going to be in uh, uh, West Palm. West Palm. This, you're, you're, this what, is it. West Palm. Yeah. it's No, West
0: because. Uh, this coming Wednesday, which was the part one, then we have a week off. So yeah. isn't that that week? No, that's... that's this is the week off? This is not yeah, the week off? This
1: is the 23rd. So. Oh,
0: you're right. God
1: damn it. I'm yeah. fucked. Yeah, we're in West Palm on Christmas. Uh, like I said, I, if you listened to the last episode, we're going to get some uh, Chinese food, and we're going to have a Jewish Christmas yes. yeah, in West Palm. Um, <clears throat> but yes, please check us out on our social media, West Palm. And then after that, do we know what we're going to be in uh, 2021? Can you believe we, we, that we, it's fucking, we're talking about, we're finally past 2020.
0: Getting out of this enema of a year. Yeah, I'm glad.
1: Yeah, well, it doesn't mean everything is going to get all hunky-dory. Uh, I know, but we, we're at least, I mean, come on. We're at the
0: bottom right now. <laughs> started from the bottom, now we're here. <laughs>
1: uh, dude, I, do, we get a, do we get a new president at least? Yeah, we do, God damn it. Well, I hope yeah, so. Yeah. Um, it, it, uh, so during this, by the way, it was announced what a few days ago that they dropped the case because we're in Texas right now, actually, while you're. I saw creating. on the news
0: the, 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 yeah. the,
1: the, the, the thing right at the bottom of the, the screen, scroll Trump's final weeks in office. Yeah, because we're here in Texas where. And this is the place that filed that lawsuit and they got finally thrown out. Right. But there's still they, still they still got a couple things that they're trying to maneuver, but he's done. Yeah. But is. so we got that to look forward to in 2021. Yes. We have the uh vaccine which by the way, I just read an article. Yeah. 95 if you take both uh to the two doses, yeah. 95% uh eliminating the, the virus from I'm you. taking the motherfuckers. Black people, 100%. Niggas
0: are the best.
1: We just, we just, we just, are the,
0: we dominate. We,
1: niggas are the best. They were trying to make up for that syphilis Dude, shit. I gotta
0: fucking tell you, you gotta check out Godfrey, man. This motherfucker's such a genius. He could so do a sketch comedy show, not just because of his impressions. He comes up with some great, Characters. He has these two characters, one which is very new. He used to do this one where he would go, he would have a pipe. Yeah, Godfrey, yeah? Yeah. And he would talk about whatever the latest controversial news is, but without accent, Godfrey, this is esteemed. He does a new one where he wears a black cowboy hat and he calls himself something, cult, something. The middle name is cult. I can't remember what the first and last name is. But what he does is and, you know, he acts like he's got to put his tongue right here. Like he's
1: like to chewing tobacco. Do, yeah. Chewing
0: tobacco. How you doing there, folks? And what he does that's so brilliant about this character, and he's playing a black cowboy, he will lift up a picture of a black inventor, and he'll give you the history of what this black person invented. And uh he ends each... His tagline with each one after he breaks it down. For instance, like he he raised a picture of this one dude named Reggie something who basically invented the tap for beer taps. Okay, um, this guy invented the beer tap. So you know he's talking, he's talking, and you know, this man created the beer tap. So when all you white folks are sitting around and during the Super Bowl or tailgating or at your local bar having a good time about how much you don't like niggers. Remember, it was a nigger that gave you this opportunity to get drunk while talking about <laughs> us. And these are the hard cult facts. Love it. It's fucking genius, dude. Because he's really saying real shit, shit yeah. about black inventors that you you know most people don't know. But he's doing it in, in this character. So he's making you laugh with the character he's dropping jewels it's brilliant
1: see and i love it because this is one of the things that i've said on this podcast before stop acting like there isn't success i mean stop selling the no success and start telling white people that there's success in, yeah. in the black community i i, I hate that the, the, you're either and, and this is the way it's sold and i'm just i would just say this you're either a, a famous actor or athlete or you live in the hood? Exactly. That, that's that's the way it makes it sound. And, and I'm,
0: I'm not gonna go there. I'm just gonna say it though. That's why when people go, "What did Obama do for us?" Oh, I didn't mean to open up that door. And I'm and I'm not like walking through it. I'm just I'm I'm doing like a black parent poking their hand in their kid's room, just look make sure you motherfuckers ain't alright, and I'm out. I ain't walking in, and I ain't, (laughs) I'm just going, you motherfuckers, all right now. So I'm just saying, when you say cultural symbolism isn't important, when you, what you just said, athletes, rappers, in the hood, drug dealers, we needed that. We needed the first black, most powerful motherfucker on paper. Now, I'm done. Head out the door.
1: (laughs) Thanks, mom.
0: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like my child is white. Apparently, <laughs> you're supposed to go. All right, mama. <laughs> All right, let's dive into the movie shit. All right, but bro. yo, check that character out by Godfrey. It's, it, it's. I wish I could remember the whole name because I want to give it justice. But the I love that tagline at the end of it. It puts the the Genesee qual on that bitch.
1: You know the the because you're a gamer. I'm gonna say this because I just want to know. If you know, you know the original uh, the, the the technology. Yeah, black
0: game. dude. Yeah, Atari. Or not, maybe not Atari, yeah,
1: once, but... No, no, but they used... The, that technology was used in the Atari gaming. Right. uh, uh oh, I forgot his name. But he, he doesn't get any credit, too, also because he, he passed away.
0: And that would be something that Godfrey would do. So, all you kids playing your video games. <laughs> Remember, it was a black man that made it possible. And these are the hard, cold facts. Oh, that fucking character's brilliant. All right. Movie time. Um, right out the gate, since we're talking about race, here we go. Hidden Figures, which I just saw in the last two weeks. Dude, I don't know how you missed that movie. I'm, I'm being honest, man. I'm a little chauvinistic, and sometimes I have to be in the mood for chicks. I'm always in the mood for chicks, but I, you know, it ain't you know getting my dick wet. I gotta be in the mood for some bitches, and it's hard for me sometimes to listen to women. Look at a movie with all chicks, cause I just, I, I just, I'm chauvinistic a little bit. I'm so proud I watched this movie; it was fucking dope.
1: Yeah, um, it, it, it's not what you think it is when you go when you go into right. it, and you don't you don't know how much cultural ex, uh, experience is going to be shared in that movie. Yes, and, and it, it, it's very important to the time, I think, to uh, because it's not just a, it's not just about black and white; it was also about females.
0: Yes, um, and, and again, again symbolism. Three very important females that played a huge role in uh, what's what you call it the NASA. I don't know what the, all the proper words are, but the NASA development of NASA and all that space shit.
1: Was it? I don't know if it was an Apollo. Was it an Apollo flight?
0: No, it wasn't. It wasn't I don't think so. No, because no. it
1: was okay. Anyway. Yeah, it was all about. The I remember space, Lavelle Crawford the space one time program.
0: said, um, "You don't see too many black people involved in asht- astronaut world because NASA stands for <laughs> niggas ain't supposed to be astronauts." <laughs> all right, Lavelle, that's Lavelle's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is Kevin Costner reprimanding uh, Taraji P Henson for being gone all the time out of the office, and here's her explanation
1: go every day to the
0: bathroom sir to the bathroom to the damn bathroom for 40 minutes a day what are you doing there we're t-minus zero here i put a lot of faith in you there's no bathroom for me here what do you mean
1: there's no bathroom for you here?
0: there is no bathroom There are no colored bathrooms in this building or any building outside the West Campus, which is half a mile away. Did you know that? I have to walk to Timbuktu just to relieve myself. And I can't use one of the handy bikes. Picture that, Mr. Harrison. My uniform, skirt below my knees, my heels, and a simple string of pearls. Well, I don't own pearls. Lord knows you don't pay colors enough to afford pearls. And I work like a dog, day and night, living off a coffee from a pot none of you want to touch! So, excuse me if I have to go to the restroom a few times a day.
1: Does that one get you too? A little bit. It does? Uh, You
0: know, let me first say this. I know a lot of good white people out there. And as my saying goes, not all white people are racist, but as a race, you guys are known for racism. That being said, let me say again, I know there's a lot of good white people out there. A lot of whom listen to this podcast. So I love y'all. But as I'm watching that scene, and in that scene, she's the only black person in the office. And she's surrounded by nothing but white men. And the camera cuts to several of the white men who look on with these faces of, I don't know if it's shame, guilt, whatever. Um, and I just sit there and go, when white people go to the theater and they see movies like that, Selma, 12 Years a Slave, Birth of a Nation, um, all the racial films, and they just look at constantly what white folks have done to black people. Do white people ever just sit in the theater and go, we are some horrible, evil motherfuckers? And I know not all of y'all, but just as collectively, do do you go as a race, do you think about your race and just go, we are some evil motherfuckers. We have been some evil sons of bitches.
1: You want the honest answer? Please. No.
0: And before you answer, let me just say this. Remember that I said that because I'm going to go to something that bothers me about my people, which is why I'm asking this. Because when there's certain things my people do, I say, okay, go ahead. I'm, I'm going to get back to it. Go ahead.
1: Uh, the answer is No. Because white people don't think of themselves as a group. They think of themselves as an individual. So, why I'm saying this is it's very easy when you keep that thought process to go, well, that's that's not me. I wouldn't have done that. That's not me. That's other people. I, now, when I just said no, I didn't say I agree with that thought process. I'm saying that's how it happens. It, it's very, it's very. Uh, Being white is is very disconnected, and what I'm about to say, some people are going to be very angry with, but this is the truth. If you're white at that time, and, and I'm going to use this movie to kind of make this example, but if you were white at that time, Kevin Costner's white, he questioned where she was. She had to explain it to him, because if you're a white dude, a white male, especially at that time, there's a bathroom for you. Have you ever when you when you go to the bathroom? Do you ever count how many uh, women's bathrooms there are versus men's bathrooms? No, because there's one apiece. Usually, usually there are, but I uh, have you ever made sure? Well, if I did that, I'd be a pervert. Well, I'm <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying, <laughs> what I'm saying is, what are you doing in here?
0: I'm just trying to see how many of these shit stalls <laughs> Those- they got for, for y'all. You
1: all. What, what I'm trying to say is that if, if when you're white and everything is, there is a bathroom for you right It doesn't not necessarily occur to you to think there is a bathroom for me, so there must be one for everyone else is right. the easiest way to look at things right. the quickest way to look at things because your idea is I'm working at NASA and I'm trying to get a, a rocket to the to the outer space and back home bathrooms I, oh, what are you doing those i shit and i piss in them <laughs> you you don't you, you're not you're not trying to dissect how who has what bathroom right is it is, is it is it unrealistic that you know that there at that time there was colored bathrooms and then there was white only bathrooms there was uh, so you would think as a as a person who had any kind of empathy might had looked up one day and gone this is fucked up right I've only seen i I walk this whole place and I've only seen so many bathrooms that uh for colored people and I'm only using that term because it's it's the movie that I'm talking about uh, and because that's what the sign said and, and, and but I can go to the bathroom i have I have options up the ass right. i ha- I have twenty five options right but it never occurred to him the moment it was brought to his attention, he made a change. Now, I'm not saying that that is on, but I said this to you the other day, and I used the wrong wording, and then I rephrased it, and then I said, it's, it's unrealistic to think that a person who has everything realizes sometimes that people don't have everything.
0: Okay, on that note, I don't care how white you are, especially at that time, you knew racism existed. Yeah. It's obvious. Colored whites. So you knew it existed. Yeah. And so when you go, you're not thinking about it like that. That in and of itself is more of an arrogance to me. Well You know it's going on. You know it's around you. It's 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 in the paper, it's on television. You know the reality. So for you to act as though Somehow it's not worth thinking about just because it's not your work. That's an arrogance.
1: It is an arrogance. And I'm not saying, I'm not agreeing with that. Right. I'm saying that that is the thought process. It takes a lot more to be self-aware than it does to just go. I have to take a shit. There's my bathroom. When you're sitting, when you're taking a shit, you're not thinking, and I, I'm so I'm being just trying to be honest about this. I'm not thinking about, do you, have you ever thought about how people shit in other countries? Well, you're taking the shit, I would imagine the same way I do, unless you're somewhere in Africa. No, most places don't have toilets like we have because they're not healthy for your gut. A lot of people, a lot of places have uh, like a stand up and there's a hole. Some people have, I mean, I'm just saying, all over the world, there's different things. We're not thinking about those. I'm not saying it's we'll correct have a hole in the middle of the floor. For- <laughs> right. I'm not trying, and I'm not trying to minimize. Uh, the responsibility of the uh, of people who are in charge. Incidentally, I know I've just pissed off some Africans. Right by saying
0: that. And Africa as though they don't have runny, uh good plumbing. Uh, but, you, but we also know the goddamn reality. I've been to Africa. I've seen the homes made
1: of aluminum. These niggas ain't got toilets. Uh, it, not the plumbing isn't good for you, but the way that uh, there's the hole and then where you put your feet... Right is supposed to be healthier for you because of the way that you are sitting sitting for your gut. The way that oh. we do it in our our knees are. I don't want to get into shit stance here. Right, but it, that's why they came up with a squatty potty. I don't know if you ever heard. I've of that never thing. heard of that. There's a squatty potty, and that's supposed to put you in the right position. Um, all right, anyway, let's go back to this.
0: Uh, Bitch, get into the squatty potty position. <laughs> tear your <laughs> ass up. Take the patties off. Get into the squatty potty. Go ahead.
1: But uh, I, I and I, and I'm, this isn't this isn't giving. Uh, The people at that time or anyone else today that doesn't understand that there are uh, other people don't have empathy for others. All I'm saying is that is the thought process. When you said do why don't do white people I say white people disassociate themselves with that because they're not thinking of themselves that way because they don't. Honestly, when they watch that movie, how many white people I would like to I would like an answer to this question because I don't think most people are self-aware enough that they would have went, oh, shit. I didn't even think that they wouldn't have a bathroom. I wouldn't think that that the women on this black women in this workforce, I never even considered there might only be one bathroom for them. I don't think that they would have realized it. And people today though, because they're so uh, they think that they're so forward thinking they, they would know they would be better than that. And that's the, that's the attitude that I see from white people when they see things like that, I would never be that. But this comes up all the time. I think you would be. I think you wouldn't take notice of someone else's struggles because how often do you look at the homeless person? Even if you give them a dollar, do you really look at their situation or do you just feel better about yourself because you handed them a buck? I'm gonna say something that's gonna probably be frowned upon,
0: but I think the difference is you could help being homeless. You can't. Yeah,
1: help no, being no. Black. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to put those in the same position. No, no. I'm, I'm just okay. Okay. I'm trying to say the, the people.
0: And I, and I know there are people that just heard that and went. Not everybody can help being homeless. I understand times can get, yeah, crazy, but you do have some say. How how you manage it and what it leads to, I guess, is another story. But or maybe the cause and effect. But you have some say.
1: But I'm not trying to use those as as uh, examples of the of the people. In, who have a situ, of the, who are, are Being subjugated to that bad situation That's not I'm trying to use it to make the point Of the people who think that they have empathy But because they think That they helped out by giving someone a dollar That they're done yeah. Or that think that they donated to a charity That they're done I, I've seen people hand people money And not look at people When that person would rather you look at them Than hand them your change because they want to feel real, like they're real people too. I don't
0: know, dude. Because I've had to, I've handed homeless motherfuckers some money, and they don't look at me. <laughs> arrogant motherfuckers! How you arrogant and homeless?
1: <laughs> well, you, like it, like it was owed to them. I'm I'm, I'm going to tell you, you live in L, You have L.A. homeless. I was walking down the street in Hollywood, and a homeless dude walked up to me. He goes, man, can I get fifty bucks?
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, he shot his shot. Shot, he did. But it's all. I, I gave it to him just because he had the balls for it. it. It's a whole nother There's a right. whole nother degree out right. in L.A. But to be honest with you, let me go back to what I just said. I was in Cleveland, and I gave a homeless dude a hundred dollars. This nigga didn't say thank you. He just he snatched the shit like I was late. Like nigga, you were supposed to get this to me last week and walked off, nigga. I gave you a hundred. I seen my motherfucker. He probably. I, I'm not saying suck my dick, no, but I want you to. <laughs> you know what I mean, but goddamn, nigga, no, no, thank you.
1: Maybe he thought you made a mistake. And he wanted to get out of there before he was That nigga had an arrogance in his bop. Uh, I, I'm. I just don't think. But what I really, what I'm saying is, you either have empathy in your core for others that you would actually pay attention to others. And, and other people's needs? Or you just do what you can so that you feel better about yourself?
0: Real quick, I want to make two quick points. Another powerful scene in that movie is when uh, Octavia Spencer's character works in a room with all the black girls. And basically, everybody's about to get canned soon because of this new computer that they have. But the problem is the white dudes can't figure out how to operate the computer. computer. So the, I think her name is... I don't want to say Claire Danes, the chick that played uh, Mary Jane uh, in Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire, whatever her name is. Christ, is it uh, Kristen uh, Dunst? It's not Claire Danes. It's Kristen Dunst. Yeah, I think you're... Uh, I think Kristen they're Dunst, they're, yeah. yeah. Um, she basically, because Octavius, Octavia Spencer read the manual and figured the shit out, she basically tells her, I'm upgrading you. I need you to come fix this computer. And Octavia Spencer goes... Can't have me unless you bring my girls. So she says, Fine, bring your girls. So they all get promoted. And there's this scene where they all round the corner and you see them walking down the hall to where the computer is. And it's that powerful moment of seeing nothing but black women come around the corner and coming down this hallway. And the way they shot it from afar. So you could see them all come. It looked like it would look like Braveheart, like they were marching to the war. Yeah, and they were going to fix shit. And it was that message of not only are the women going to figure this shit out, but the black women. And it it was powerful, man.
1: It it, it was powerful. It was honestly, they did the movie very well, I thought. But let me ask you these two questions because, you know, I'm going to ask you. I'm asking as a white guy. I want to understand how you look at this. As a black man. Was Kevin Costner a good guy or a bad guy? I think inherently he was a good guy. But he needed help to be able to see heirs in his way. But
0: that's most white folks.
1: Okay, because, okay.
0: That's what I'm saying, even when I go, yeah, we know, not all white folks are bad. But some are so naive and dismissive of... of, of, of what they should know dismissive. care to I th- know.
1: Dismissive, I think, is one of the best words. Naive, naive can happen from not experiencing and or arrogant. not seeing. T- it is an arrogance, but it's not. Uh, there's people who are intentionally arrogant, if that makes Yeah, I know, I know, uh, I know. I guess I'm saying, I, I don't think, I, I don't know if there's a degree to arrogance, but there does seem like there are, there are, I've seen rich or inte- especially intelligent people how they their arrogance supersedes any part of their life where they're just right. that kind of person. And I've seen people who are unaware and arrogant because they feel like, well, I do well, so if you don't do well, it's because you didn't try as hard as I do. That's a different kind of arrogance. Right. Um but the other character, the 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 white chick that's the Spider-Man chick, whatever you just said. Kristen there, good 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 person? Good person or bad person?
0: She struck me as a little of both. Yeah. Kevin Costner to me just seemed unaware, unaware, and, and almost and, with arrogance. With, with arrogance, but when he struck down the signs, that said something.
1: It said that he knew it was wrong. He was unaware this whole time. Or he just
0: wanted to make sure that bitch was in <laughs> work. <laughs> 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 I had your ass in the fucking desk. Now you have no excuse. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I just, the vibe I got from him is that he was a, a, a good dude. There was a good
1: character in him. Good
0: character in him. Kristen Dunn's character, I felt,
1: was cool, but she ain't going out of her way. She wasn't. It wasn't within her to make a change. Right. It was her surroundings that were going to make the change, and she wasn't going to stop it. Right, but she wasn't going to help it. There you go. Um, where Kevin, where Kevin Costner's character was like, "I see that there's an er- that there's a problem here. We need to make a change." Right.
0: Um, now I want to go back to what I was originally going to say, and this is why I said I wonder if white people ever sit and go, "God, we," because listen, man, and incidentally, when we get to the emails, I got, as you, I got my shit. You see, organized already on paper, carryover from last time. But I'm going to read one from my phone. Because a dude said something to me that really bothered me. But I'll I'll get to that later during the emails. Um, And I love my people. I do. And I'm proud to be black. I wouldn't have it any other way. But there are times when I see black people do things. And, you know, my pet peeves, I always said, are feet. Uh, And here's my other two. I can't stand niggas that sag their pants. I, I, I wish you niggas who do that would knock that shit off. It is the most embarrassing... I was in the airport before I came over here, and this nigga's whole ass was out. And I'm just sitting here going, do you niggas not realize how fucking ridiculous you look? Number one, it's a jail thing. In jail, when a motherfucker sag, it signifies his booty is takeable. So a lot of you niggas do that and don't even know that. Second thing is, you just... Look, you can't even walk. You gotta waddle. You gotta walk like a penguin. Because if you walk straight... Your pants will literally fall to your ankles. And I I look at this, and I know there are white people that are looking at that, with this nigga with his whole ass out, going, why do they do that? Look at that. It's embarrassing to me as a black man because I know white folks is looking at you and they're thinking it. They're not going to say it, but they're thinking it. I'm just like, I want to literally become my mother. And even though I don't, A, know you, and B, I'm I'm taking a risk on having to get in a fight physically because you know niggas, nigga what? But I want to go, nigga, pull your motherfucking pants up. I think it's ridiculous. And my other thing is this: deep breath, as Dave Chappelle would say, I "Swear the water gets deep." Um, <laughs> and Shamor, and to all my black females that listen to this podcast, CCAB. I don't know if Farrah's black. I think she might be. Mixed or something. Anyway, to the black women that listen to this, I'm sure some of y'all may do this. <sighs> I can't stand to see black women in public with them fucking bonnets on.
1: Oh, yeah. You, you've, you've had this. I, 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 I
0: can't. I can't, And I understand you can't always, you know, you run into the store real quick. You got something you got to do real quick. Jump outside. Something you got to go in and out of somewhere in five minutes. You're not going to whip your hair up like you're going to the club. And I understand the maintenance of black female hair it's a big process but put a hat on do something but I cannot stand when I see black girls and black women in public with them fucking bonnets and hair wraps why? because it comes off slavish to me it looks mammy-ish I I don't I I fucking can't stand it I want to yank that shit off y'all's head the way I want to tell niggas pull their fucking pants up so again I'm going back to my original point when white people see racist shit in the theater, I, the same way I wonder, or why I wonder if they go, God, we were some evil motherfuckers. You may not be, but as as, as your race, to represent your race, do you ever just go, God, we've, we, we've been some heinous evil motherfuckers. The same way I look at some of what my race does, and I go, I wish this nigga pulled his pants up. It's an embarrassment. Baby,
1: Take that shit off your head. See, this is the, the and this is where, this is, this is why I said no originally. And it's kind of the joke that I kind of been working on. As a black man, other black men represent you in, it, it, you see that as representation to the outside world of your culture, correct? Yes. what you just said. This, there's white kids that sag. They're, they're but we white. know what they're trying to be. Yeah, yeah. But no white, no the white community doesn't look at those those guys and what, go. Why white people? White people look at that as as clowns.
0: Like this nigga riff raff, the the, the, the yeah, white, the white yeah, rapper yeah, yeah. That, you. I know white people wish they could kidnap that motherfucker and throw him off a cliff.
1: They don't care. You don't think they do? No, maybe maybe racist dudes care. But uh, it sounds like, it feels like you're making a mockery of us. He, they white people don't associate themselves with one another. Look at the look, look at the the point I tried to make at the club the other night and and I pointed to those white dude, the white the white couple that was in the audience. Right. And I said, "They don't relate to me at all. They just want to make sure their cars park close enough that when I fuck up, they can get out of here faster."
0: Yeah, that was funny too. I, I I walked in on that. That was funny, yeah.
1: They but they don't relate to me. They don't want to identify yeah. with what I'm saying. They want their own identity and their own uh that and that's part of the arrogance of being white. That, that that doesn't represent me I think right now though I said no originally and I still mean that I st- I think the first instinct is to go that's not me and that I would never do that but I think culturally right now at this moment because <sighs> I don't, want to, I don't want to oversimplify this, but I think culturally because so much has happened recently and because of our lockdown, because we're all in this together at one time, that we're all uh, in the same place. Um, I, I think that uh, white people as a group are starting to see as a group what the effects were from what's happened previously. And are starting to go. Oh no, that is part. That is my responsibility. Right. But that has never been that way before. It, it's almost it, it's a disconnect because if you ha- when you do that, you have to take responsibility, and to take responsibility for things that has happened in the past is really horrible to have that. It's you. You're you're saying to yourself, I have to take responsibility for all these horrible acts that the people who came before me have have right. made. That 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 is a that's a big. St- it's worse for the people that were uh, that were under that rule, mm-hmm. but it's hard for people to go back and 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 take and, and accept what that is. Mm-hmm. I, and, and I'm not I'm not trying to. Uh, I guess I'm trying to be careful by not trying to say that that's they're they're doing this great thing by accepting it. I'm not trying to say that. I'm saying it, it, it was it's difficult because. I think for a long time, it has been taught that Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves, and now we're all clean. That's what was taught in school, basically. Right. Uh, uh, I, I feel that that's the easiest way. I remember teachers trying to make it like it was okay. I remember, I, I swear to God, I remember asking asking a teacher... Um, About, I don't remember what the question was. I remember the answer, because I still think about it to this day. When the the teacher said to me, oh, yeah, there were some some white people owned slaves, but some white people that owned slaves were good to their slaves. (laughs) I mean, even the sentence doesn't make any sense. Even the, 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 the sentence structurally does not make any sense.
0: Yes. I don't. I. I, I want to say something, but we'll keep going. This, this. is one of those where we could keep going, and I, I'm looking at the time, and we're okay. at
1: 35 minutes. But, hey, okay. but this, that's. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I, 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 in no way is this a pass. I. I, right. I. I own it. I own it, and I know that we, we have a lot to make up for. Right. So let's let's move on to the next okay. one. Um, I just I, I I can't wait to get new letters. I, I, I'll, when when we finish this, well, I'll did, say I'll
0: say it's what hey, I wanted to say.
1: Okay, but can you will you also tell me why I'm going to get the new letters? Whatever I whatever I said, explain to me why I'm going to get the the. the new but I letters. don't think you are though. Oh, okay. I, I, I don't think it'll be anything. Start start putting out a buzzer or something. If you could just do it, <laughs> just <laughs> or a, ding ding, just so I know, just so I know, <laughs> I'm going down the road to get a bunch. Right, of. right. Yeah, I, but I think, think if you do, it won't be about
0: what you said in a bad way. It'll be more informative. Okay, so I'm trying to yeah. educate you, not slam on you.
1: Okay. Yeah. I, I appreciate those. I always have. Right. I don't get many of those. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, this is Breaking Bad. Oh, Breaking Bad. I love Breaking Bad. Do you ever watch all that?
0: Yeah, I saw it all day. Okay. Right am not here to sit in judgment. No. Why not? The thing is, if you just do stuff and nothing happens...
1: What's it all mean? Oh, right. This this whole thing is about self-acceptance. Kicking the hell out of yourself doesn't give meaning
0: to anything. So I should stop judging
1: and accept. To start. I mean, you back your truck over your own kid and you, like, accept? What a load of crap. Why I'm here in the first place... It's to sell your meth. You're nothing to me but customers.
0: You okay with that? Huh? You accept? No. Boy, I'm not, dude, I know, I know, and I can hear Mookie. Man, stop being down on yourself. It's not about that, mook. I'm not an actor, nigga. That
1: was fucking... I guarantee you could do that scene. I guarantee you could do that scene. I guarantee you it wouldn't be that scene, but I guarantee you could do that scene. I'd have to pull from so many different
0: places, and it would take me a long time to figure it out. Here's my thing. You can't half-ass that. No. And here's what I mean by that. That That viral video that I had at one point where I did the four rappers, DMX, Jay-Z, LL, and Snoop. Before it was taken down, it was at like $14 million. I remember the first time I tried to put that on its feet at the comedy store. And man, I half-assed it. I was like, you know, I'm going to wing it. I'm going to go on stage, but because I know I can do the impressions well, I'm a, I'm a freestyle. And motherfucker, it was the wackest shit. And I mean, it it bombed. Then the second time I did it, which really made me say, okay, nigga, tighten up. I I remember I did Madison Square Garden at the end of the Def Jam tour with me, Bill Bellamy, Adele Givens, Reggie McFadden, and uh, Bernie Mac. And Eddie Griffin made a surprise appearance at that show. And I remember I tried to do it there, too. And now this time, it wasn't in front of 300 people. It was in front of 5,000. And I bombed so tremendously, nigga. And I remember I was walking off stage, and there was these two black dudes near the DJ booth, and I heard one of them saying, I don't know if he said it on purpose, loud so I could hear it, or he just happened to say it, and my timing caught it. He was like, yo, that shit was garbage. And I remember the walk back from Madison Square Garden. I might have told a story on the podcast. From Madison Square back to my hotel up on 40th something, and in New York, you know, you get, you get to the block. You get 10 blocks in five minutes. It was the longest 10 blocks I ever walked, nigga. And, and, and New York is the city that don't sleep. It felt like I was the only one in the city. It felt like I am legend. There was no cars, no people. No sound. No sound. And I had my backpack. And as I was walking to the hotel, you heard this Music. <laughs> Felt just like that. I was alone. (laughs) So cut to, I said, man, let me take this shit serious. And especially when you're dealing with Jay-Z, Snoop, X, L, L, prominent, respected niggas in the game. So I said, here we go. I fired up a blunt. And for about three days, I wrote. I just wrote the lyrics. The cadence, what I knew they would say. The delivery, the impression cut to, I finally did it on the radio station, 14 million views. For at least, even to this day, I do shows that people go, yo, you going to do the rap? Yo, do the rapper's rap? And I retired that bit a long time ago because I just didn't want to be like leaning on that. And people just say I'm known for that. So I'm getting back to Breaking Bad. To play that scene, I can't half-ass it. I can't just go, let me memorize these lines and show up today to shoot it and do it. I have to dig deep. I got to go. What's been pain in my life? Whew.
1: Yeah. That's acting. Yeah. I... I, I
0: uh... Pain, disappointment, frustration, loss, anger. Because he displayed all of that. Uh-huh. And the way he was moving his head and you saw him welling up,
1: you can't half-ass that, man. No. You got to do work. You have to get in touch with that particular character. That character has to become you. You can do it. I've seen you do it. I, I don't know why you're so hard on yourself because I've seen your act. I don't know. I, I just, I, I'm telling you, dude, I look at what,
0: the people that are good, You don't look at somebody that's good and that does that and just go, I could do that. That's arrogance. No,
1: but you you, you have to humble yourself. There's people in life that can reach within them to grab. Like you, first of all, you just already said what it takes to do that. You have to reach in and see. Do you know how many people don't even understand that first part of the process? Hmm you have to connect with that to be able to bring that character out and then you have to believe that character exists within you and you have to put that out or you have to be a Daniel Day-Lewis and you have to become that character and uh, when he was playing Lincoln they had to address him as Mr. Lincoln and he, had he to go st- whip some niggas and- yeah he stayed in that character the whole time <laughs> right. uh, I mean I, I you know there's obviously you, I know that you know enough uh, you know a lot about acting you know uh, there's different schools of acting but dude, when you talk about certain things, I see you. And when you're writing jokes, I see you connect with what you're talking about. And that's why, even when the, the, the small the, the things that I've seen you, the, the character you played in Jerry Maguire, I'm just going to use that because it's a comedic character. Mm-hmm. That was uh what that was his brother his brother. But what what that you connected with him as his brother. You didn't connect with him as an actor in that scene. That was his brother. That was the brother that had the that, that had the unearned uh, arrogance and uh and uh, what 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 is also another word with unearned uh, uh entitlement entitlement from from that you get from someone that has that crazier feel because they didn't go through what it took right. to get it right. you hit all those notes in that you you were his brother you were not an actor on that screen and, and let me just say again this is kind of where some would it's
0: a bitterness, which, of course, I say I hate that word. But this is where some of my frustration has come from because I've always just been able to seem to hit this streak where something has always happened in the course of my career where if it just went the other way, this might be a whole different story. If Cameron Crowe didn't cut out all the shit that I improvised during the... uh Roy Fierstein show or, or some of the scenes in the movie, I think things would be different. If the underground with Damon Wayans, because Damon had an issue with Showtime, didn't end after a season, things might be different. If the scene I improvised in Why Do Fools Fall in Love when I was at the table with Vivica Fox and Lorenz Tate had not been cut, things might be different. If MAD TV had gotten the proper uh, uh, promotion from its own network, Things might be different. It feels like with, with me, and this is not about a all a, a, shucks, woe is me type of thing, but God damn it, it just feels like I have a string of good luck, bad luck. Good luck, you. good, you got Jerry Maguire. Bad, your shit was cut out. Good, you got Why the Fools Fall in Love. Bad, your shit was cut out. Good, you got The Underground. Bad, the Damon Wayans had an issue with Showtime. It's always a slap in the face with a kiss.
1: Um, do you want to be mad at me right now? Sure. Do that scene from Rocky when he's talking to his kid again.
0: Oh, uh, uh, ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you get hit and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. And if you know what you're worth, go out and get what you're worth. But you got to be willing to take the hits and not be mad and pointing your finger at him and her and say you're not want to be where you want to be because of him or her. That's what cowards do. And that ain't you. You're better than that. You're my son. You're my blood. I'm always going to love you. But until you start believing in yourself, you're never going to have a life. Don't forget to say hi to your mother.
1: Dude, the universe isn't giving it to you yet because it doesn't feel you're ready. And when I say ready, I don't mean about acting. I don't mean about... Internally. uh, Internally. Spiritually. spiritually. Emotionally. It, It wants you to be ready because when you hit when you hit this next time, it's going to be bigger. White bitches
0: boat party for everybody. The official white yacht dressed all in white. Nothing but a bevy of white blonde bitches with white powder party. Play that funky music by God.
1: Yeah. I hear you. It's... it's- we all know the talent's there. Right. You're the only one. Sometimes I, you need to be convinced that your talent's there.
0: <laughs> all right, let's end on this note. All right, man. Last one.
1: Oh, But, but you know, I feel like we're, we, we missed, though, not talking about... Uh, Breaking Bad? Well, was that Breaking Bad or El Dorado? No, oh, that was Breaking that Bad. Was, yeah. Yeah, that was the last season of yeah. Breaking Bad. Throughout the whole thing, though, did you like his character? Breaking Bad, yeah, yeah. What's his name? Paul. What's his real name? Yeah, oh, I don't know his real name. Paul. Some. Yeah, I don't know. If that's. His, I think that's. His I
0: like. I like this character. Um. I didn't like how he was sometimes in and out with uh. What's my man's name? The main dude, Bryan Cranston's yeah. character. I didn't like that he would Jesse Eisenberg. I
1: didn't Jesse. like how he
0: didn't seem committed. As Jesse was. I, I thought at times I, the two of them would be on some hard gangster shit, like some, just these two kick-ass meth makers. And he seemed to have one foot in, one foot
1: out. But it was always that way because, remember, in the original part, he's, he's uh, the chili powder guy. Ah, put chili powder. Has no purpose in, in, in it. One is very, uh, the one's very scientific. The other one, he's just doing it because it's something to do almost. Jesse the character Jesse, is lost right. throughout the whole time, so I, I, I get it I think that that scene though that I don't know if that's necessarily the best scene that I come, but that one is the dirtiest yeah, that's the possible? dirtiest right then it's the when you talk about beacon down right, and dirty, right when he has to admit admit that right unintentionally, he didn't go there for that uh, to admit that right, and that's how it came out. Uh, it, it is powerful. Brian Cranston, by the way, has a show on Showtime right now. A new uh, like a mini series. I've seen the advertisement, dude. It, I I I did not like it. I like Brian Cranston. Oh, you checked it out? Yeah. Isn't you didn't like it? I, I I hope it gets better because as much advertisement that they put behind it, right? This could have been a, anybody should be able to pull in millions of viewers with as much time. This they they put more effort in than the Lion King. Uh, Tiger King whatever that dude's name right, is right. Tiger King uh it, it was a lot but yeah go let's go on let's go to the next one okay, together um, i just didn't want to miss out on uh Paul god i wish i could remember his real and name, just but.
0: real quick as a recommendation folks uh talking about a music a movie about sobriety because that's what that scene was uh no way out or oh, uh, the oh the way back with uh um, yeah the way back Ben Affleck where he plays an alcoholic man
1: Powerful shit. I, you know what? I, before we go on, yeah. you know what I like about Ben Affleck though too. What's that? When you watch that, did you see Batman? No. That's what makes you a good. That's what makes you an actor, not a movie star, to me. Okay. Something.
0: And even with that, again, we've said this. I've said
1: this. The best Batman ever to yeah. me. Uh, he's in there. Uh, the best Batman ever to me. Uh, he he fits the part. I think the best too. Yeah. His look, but dude, I, when I watched that, I was like, this motherfucker really right oh, here, Ben
0: Affleck. Got the, the the muscles, nigga. Just chops. Yeah, one of my favorite movies with him is The Town.
1: Town was good. I, I finally did watch Town. Yeah, Town yeah. was good. But dude, I even like that movie uh, that he does with his part in uh, A Driver. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who don't tuck his combat boots because he thinks he's special fucking fastes. Uh, I,
1: I like that one with uh, Matt Damon and uh, and uh, Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck and um, Robin Williams and what was Mimi that? Driver What's that
0: called the, the, uh, the fuck
1: that, and he plays just a, he, he doesn't play any lead character in the, right. and he fucking he's a, those guys came up together uh, yeah. d- d- fucking great they won an award Then that movie yeah, yeah. Well, yeah I wish I could remember the name of it right now but it's normal for me not to remember a name okay movie number three is uh, one of the three top icons of course
0: Pacino Devil's Advocate, the scene with him and Keanu. This is another
1: yelling scene. Yeah. Private cosmic gag reel. He sets the rules in opposition. It's the goof of all time. Look, but don't touch. Touch, but don't taste. Taste. Don't swallow. (laughs) Ha 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 ha. And while you're jumping from one foot to the next, what is he doing? He's laughing his sick fucking ass off. He's a tight ass. He's a sadist. He's an absentee landlord. Worship that never. I've nurtured every sensation man has been inspired to have. I cared about what he wanted, and I
0: never judged him. Why? Because I never rejected him in spite of all his imperfections. I'm a fan of man! I'm a humanist. Maybe the last humanist.
1: The best part of that is at the the very end when he gets quiet and goes, it's my time now. That was the best line that he delivered in that. The irony that
0: you would take one of the greatest actors of all time and put him with one of the least greatest, act, greatest actors of all time, wouldn't you think that there would be a part of Pacino from an integrity standpoint to go, I'm not doing this movie if it's him?
1: No, because they all like him because he's a good dude. And see, that's what matters most. He works though. I don't understand how it works. But did you see? You saw Constantine? I didn't, dude. That's actually a really good movie that he's in and he's acting in. Really, Constantine? It's a Marvel movie. That's a I think I believe it's Marvel, but it's a comic book movie. Well, but it's not. It, I mean, they read. They they read. It's dude. See Constantine. When Patrice talked about this movie
0: on ONA, he said the thing that convinced him that Keanu wasn't a total terrible actor was the crying scene when Mare, his wife, kills herself, Yeah, stabs her, cuts her throat with the glass. He goes, yo, that cry, that convinced me, okay, maybe he not, might not be half bad. But then you remember Speed and
1: cons It's just cons. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I cannot believe. I mean, he has to, it, there's, there's an ability that he has because people keep using him.
0: Let me ask you this. Certainly not everybody can make a great movie. You can have a, you can have a great actor, and a bad movie. It's like it doesn't change how great he is. Just the movie was bad. Like Jordan, great one. Great, any any athlete can have a bad game. So an actor can have a bad movie. But is there a such thing as a great movie with a bad actor? Like this movie is great, but this actor sucks, and he's the lead. But how could it be a great movie without a great actor?
1: I, I think editing and directing.
0: So you think it's possible?
1: I think it's possible.
0: Okay, well then, yeah, you're right. Because Speed, was Speed scary. was a great yeah, movie. Well,
1: but did he carry it, or did Sandra Bullock carry it? The bus carried it. The bus carried
0: it. Did carry it. Watson <laughs> was
1: the all of them, carried. man. <laughs> um, uh, but in that movie, though, and, and I know we, you you picked it because of. Uh, uh, Al Pacino. Right. Dude, that character to me, when you first see the devil character right, right. there, that is uh, Scarface in uh, Say Hello to the Bad Guy. It, I see what you're saying a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. You know, he's not drunk. You right. know, But he's drunk with power, with 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 evil. With, right. With, and he's basically saying, that it, it has that same feel to it. Right. You know, but he... Man, I I really like I like old Al Pacino. Does the yelling take you out of it? A, a lot of times it does. It does because like, and and you said it best when you go. When do you become a character? caricature right. of yourself, right? You know, and uh, you know if you take Al, <laughs> you laughed the moment the
0: clip started. When yeah, he raised his voice,
1: and well, and he said three lines, three words that don't really go together, but he put them together, and it was such an Al Pacino moment, right? You know, and but when I I look at him. It's like the first movie, um, you know, when you used to go to Disneyland to do those characters you, right. and it's like, okay, that's the, 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 his early stuff. That's, that's the original character that he drew and he didn't put right. too much to it. And by now this oh, thing it's, it's, it's yeah. yeah it's huge and right. there's this <laughs> it's, it's flamboyant yeah it's, just, yeah it's big it's in colors it's as a frame around right, it right, right, it's it's almost too much for me and I know he's great I know he's thought of as one of the greatest actors and I think he is uh there's moments that are really worth watching but it is has such a the the, the it's it's gotten very similar to me well, let me, okay, so
0: performance in terms of that aside, what the movie was about, what it represented. Because the one thing is, you know, and listen, the yelling owl doesn't bother me as much as it does some people because it's still it's Al Pacino. It's, it's a yeah. great performance. Yeah. It's just now it's like you said, the bells and whistles are there now. <laughs> but when you watch the movie, especially that scene, what he's talking about. Good versus evil, him the devil
1: versus God. Did any of that move you? Oh yeah, uh, it, it does because the movie that. But that's the written word, and yeah, there, there's there's definitely elements in there. When when he says there's no denying that this that the 20th century was mine, all me, mm-hmm. and then you start thinking about you know everything that's gone on, right? Yeah, no, it, there's. There's a lot. There's a lot to that movie, and when you watch that movie, and then when you find out the time how it actually is taking place, right? It, it, there's, it's a pretty interesting movie. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to say that it wasn't done well, but sometimes I just you know you know because it's Al Pacino. Let me ask you this question this way instead, and I'm not trying to shit on Al Pacino here. But when we talked about – when we watched that thing about Belushi, right. and they said in Animal House, they took away most of his lines because they wanted him to act with his face and with his right. body. <clears throat> and, and they knew he would be a better character mm-hmm. if they took his lines away. Do you think that if a director could stand up to Al Pacino and go, listen, I don't need a hoo-wah. I w I, <laughs> I need I need I, – I need – I I need a Corleone. I need you to act with the, your the passion with your face. I, I I need you to be understated, not overstated. I I need you to say uh, you can ask me one question. I need can could, could can you think of anybody that could say that to him?
0: Like anything else, it's not what you say; it's how you say it. And he would almost have to the same way you try to seduce a woman out of her panties he would have to seduce Al into his request. Just like as a man, you would never pull a teddy pin in and go, get out them drawers, bitch. You know what I'm saying? And even though you wanted to get out them drawers, come on and go with me. <laughs> come on over to my place. You got to, he'd have to, and that's what, what makes a great director. Like think of it almost like coaching. Popovich, the best coaches, Chuck Daly, Phil, You got to know how to massage the ego of Jordan and Pippen. You got to know how to massage the ego of Al to get what you want without being blatant. If you was as bold as you going, you going specifically, (laughs) I don't need a hoo -ah, nigga. That's going to piss Al off. But if you can find a way to say I don't need a hoo -ah," instead give me a, you know, as you said one time, a, a young Michael. Yeah, you could. Because and, and, and and a great director will have the respect and the esteem to where I would want to give it to him. Well,
1: Scorsese calmed him down a little bit in that last that movie that they did that you didn't. The like. Irishman, yeah, the Irishman. He calmed him down a little bit. Right. There, there was there wasn't as much there. But do you remember the movie with uh, Matthew McConaughey uh, where it's a gambling movie and it's Albert? Yes. Jr. He didn't have the uh, he. There was less hoo ha. There him.
0: was, but there was still some so, some of it in there.
1: Right. But that was a good. That was it. Wasn't a critically acclaimed movie, but it was a good. Actually, it was. It was in. Did you watch it? Did you enjoy the movie? I love that movie. I think it's great. But it doesn't. It's not the. Uh, it's not uh, any given Sunday. It's not. Right. Uh,
0: Life's uh, a game of inches. <laughs> it is inches all around
1: for you to get what you need. <laughs>
0: right. right.
1: <laughs> but he has the ability to, to to leave that character a little bit behind, and I think there's more to him when he leaves that behind. Right. And I don't think that there's enough people to, to bring that out of him. Now, the movie, uh the what, the hoo-ha movie, the... set of a Woman. One. Hoo-ha. If that would have been the only movie that he did that in, how much better would that movie have been? Like, if he didn't have all the right, other... Right,
0: right, 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 right. But I'm going to go back to something you just said about when, like, the 20th century was all mine. When he says like he god puts the rules in opposition. Look, yeah. but don't touch, 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 touch but, but don't no. taste, taste but don't swallow. Like and he's laughing his sick fucking ass off. That's exactly what life feels like. Which which makes me go, okay, people always go, dude, there's evil all around us. Evil happens every day. So if that's the devil, and that's the game god plays. You almost feel like nigga you ain't
1: that much different than the devil. Do you ever see it at the p- this sick fucking game. But you see people compare uh the Batman movie where the Joker's actually the good guy and Batman is the bad guy. Have you ever he- heard that? Yeah, right. said that. Yeah. yeah. And and if you listen to the the case they make, there's a very good case for it. Uh, and it is what life is. Life is there's a lot it's a lot of perspective. But somehow Everything that you're saying is true, yes, there isn't much different, but somehow, I think we know we should know if we have again self awareness integrity, we should know where it falls on without the devil or the or the god,
0: okay, and I know I know not to sound repetitive, but i I know we mentioned this on the podcast, so i just I'm only saying it again because it's to the point when he said uh I've nurtured every one of man's requests from the very beginning. Now, even if it's deemed bad for you, but we know most things that are bad for you feel great. Yeah. A bad diet, you know, uh, multiple sex partners, you know, just shit you shouldn't do. Sometimes feel drink. And I'm going again, we don't know that there is a place better than here. We speculate, we know what the Bible says, we know what church says, but we don't know for sure. And if there is not, the devil's giving you what feels good. And if you don't, and if if there is no better than this or afterlife, why would you not accept some of the things that feel good? That's why, again, I say somebody actually wrote me an email. It's not in this pile but it's, it's in a future one we'll have where he basically said, you know, Aries, you know, you constantly mention monogamy and not being able to be faithful to to one woman or have one woman. And then he went on to talk about it. But again, we'll get into that later. But I'm just going. If there is no next life, if there is no place better than here where you can be Caligula um. As good as pussy feels, how could you as a man go through this one chance, this one turn, and only experience one set of breasts forever? How could you deny yourself that explosive, energetic, adrenaline-rushed feeling of more than one broad? How can you just be with one broad? Be with one you love who you? If you want to marry, if you want to call her your girl, grow old with her, yes. But to not have no side pussy, and this is all you get in life—is this one go round? That seems selfish to yourself.
1: <laughs> uh, you you do realize though, religion is 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 truly created by man, not by an entity.
0: Okay, that, so then that basically means you know.
1: It's rules that were laid down so that we would be uh, maybe less chaotic because then it wouldn't be so self-serving for you in this world that you would do absolutely anything that you wanted. Because if there's no afterlife and you want something that someone has, the idea of just taking that person out and taking what they want, and if there's no consequence, why wouldn't you do that?
0: Yeah, that's called the mafia. <laughs> 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 Hooah! But <laughs> 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 you see that fucking pretty girl over there, and yeah, the guy in that that that
1: cocksucker next to her—that's her that's a husband. Take him out. I want those tits. I mean, what would be the consequences if you didn't believe that there was something? Do you Do you think we have enough? Do you think we have enough integrity? And I can honestly say we don't. We as human beings do not. We do not have the integrity to self. Monitor our uh, welfare and the welfares of other around us. We don't. We don't as we may as a family, or we may as a a, a group, but we don't have it for people. Right. We don't. I, I. I. We. We definitely don't. We don't have that much care. I don't think. I don't think we do. So this this was created to make us manageable on this earth, and even with all that these rules and your mortal soul resting on this fire. We still, we still fuck it up every day. Okay.
0: On that note. Okay. Yeah. I just, that movie just spoke very deeply in that scene. Cause it made you really think about good versus evil. God versus the devil. What makes sense and what
1: does not None of this, dude. None of this makes sense. None of it makes sense because even before you, what, what you said, let, let's let's break this down real quick though to what you just originally said. If as a man on this earth, why would you limit yourself to uh, one set of tits right. uh, for the rest of your life? There's so many, uh, and basically, let me let me uh, let me put some more words on there. There's so many out there. And, the, 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 and, every, and you see different ones all the time. And some seem very attractive. And some seem approachable. And some seem worth different size areolas, different size nipples, colors, shapes, the way they hang. So much fruit out there. Why eat one fruit? But we play this game that ends. And we t- I've said this before on this podcast. We play a game that we can't win. But we, we insist on playing the game. Not only do we insist on playing this game, but when we get sick and we, are, we, we need medical help that incapacitates us and makes us sicker for hopefully a few more years on the other side of that, even though we know it still ends the same way, we do it. There is something so powerful about this earth and the way that we live here. And I don't and truly... To be honest, I truly do believe that we are energy and that we go back to whatever all this is. Uh, and I don't know how our spirituality works, but I know that I feel that there is that. So I know that there's something to this. But I know that, I, I mean, we've had this conversation where you, you think you, uh, where you kind of basically said that you'll be at your prime. Like, that's what your idea of the next, right. like, you're at your prime. I don't think it has anything to do with this this is this is a shell that carries that energy. I don't think that we have anything to do with this because if this is the best we get, then I hope it ends after I'm done here,
0: right. and if this is the best we get, then take without, avi- with, without knowing that there is something else, yes, take fucking full advantage. Why would you want to go through this life and 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 be and and not experience? some of the most beautiful things there are to experience once and that's it you, you, you're you missing out
1: but there's other rewarding things in this life some people just give back to humanity that's all that they do they'll spend their whole life giving back to humanity and that enriches them more than tits and more than money and more who are these people better people than I <laughs> On that note. <laughs> uh <laughs> All
0: right, boys and girls. We hope you enjoyed the pictures. I'm sure some of you did. And some of you probably didn't. Once again, I want to say goodbye to everyone. The niggas, the spics, the kikes, the the whores and hookers and cunts. Homosexuals. Goodbye, guys. See you next week at the pictures.
1: Who do you got on tap? Oh, shit. There we go. Who do we have on tap? Mirror on tap. That was, incidentally, invented by a black dude. Oh, there you go. And these are the cold, hard, cold facts. <laughs> Godfrey in the building. Um, I like when we bring it back full circle. Yeah.
0: You know what scares me, John? <clears throat> I quit my job. My wife gets better for it. Better for better, and then I hate her for it. Those were your words to me, Kevin. Uh, God damn, who are we looking for here?
1: Aries, are well, you looking for yes. this. Our next date isn't until uh, January 14th after we're done in uh, West Palm on the 25th. Right. Okay. But do you know what it is? No. Ontario Improv. Oh, goodness. Guys in Ontario, please. Oh. We, we need you to come on out because, man, we are looking forward to mm. seeing you guys.
0: Yes. Okay. Uh, this is uh, from a Corey Mengora. Hey, Aries, my, ca- my band camp website is ghostbait.bandcamp.com. And I'm on Facebook as Corey Don Allen Mengora. I hope I'm saying your last name right. I would like you to play the single mix of Spark It at this link. Uh, he also writes, my stage name is also pronounced as She Sto So, Spanish for funny. And every song on my band camp is free. What is a band camp? I heard that in one of those pie movies. Yeah,
1: that's where she sticks her uh, flute in, in her pussy. pussy. But what is a band camp? He maybe has a camp where everybody comes over. And, and plays? plays? Yeah. And no, and like they teach at band camp. Don't that they? That sounds gay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm also, a next kid in case fake woke white people start riding over the lyrics. Seriously, I go damn, I just think I'm going right to email, but he says this one part. Corey Holcomb's bitch ass told the audience he would meet with us because he wasn't afraid of COVID. I waited a minute and asked, and they said he wasn't meeting with us due to COVID. What the fuck? I understand, and I'm not mad at him for not meeting, but at least be real to your audience. It was a few weeks or so before your show. I know y'all have a beef, and Corey's great and everything, but I'm with you all the way. Oh, thank you, brother. All right, so y'all, Corey, Mingura, is called Spark It. Hope you enjoy. Uh, Yeah, see you guys. Love you, and uh, there we go.